Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Scottish Suns podcast where we look back at all the SPFL Premiership football and the top games in the Championship as well. Myself, Roger Hanna and David Freel are with you today. And David, will start where the weekend's football started at Tannadice. On Friday night, Celtic 4-1 winners over Dundee United. And a, a, a record-breaking evening for Lee Griffiths. Two goals, took him through the 50-goal barrier and quicker than the likes of Nicholas van Hooydonk or Larsen. He's, uh, his record's phenomenal, Roger. I mean, he's, you know, for a guy who's not, not always been a starter under Neil Lennon and Norrie Dyla, to score that many goals, I think it's, he's now 51 in 60 starts. It's just phenomenal, you know, and, and you, know, you mentioned goal-scoring royalty there like Larson and Charlie Nicholas and I think Lee Griffiths is now in the form of his life he, he looks so settled at Celtic he looks so confident every time he's on the pitch he thinks he's going to score and more often than not he does score so I think Celtic have now got a guy at the top of his game Ronnie Dyla mentioned the word legend when speaking about him on, on Friday night he's now got a five and a half year contract how many goals can he score in his Celtic career? Well I mean <laughs> do the maths if he's going to average say 25-30 goals in the next five years what you, I don't know what are you talking about a couple of hundred 150, a couple of hundred, easily do it if he keeps this form up. Griffiths goes ahead. This is for Gunning. Oh, Gunning goes down. A chance here for Griffiths. And Celtic have the lead. 23 goals for the season for Lee Griffiths. And 50 overall in Celtic colours. Bad mistake here by Gavin Gunning. Was there a question of offside against Griffiths? Perhaps. You know, I think, I think Celtic have been searching Europe. Over the last few years, for a goal scorer, you know, they've looked at Skepovic, Baldi, Puki, guys like that. But Lee Griffiths, he came in from Mules, he was a bit unheralded, some fans were saying, is he going to do it? In Europe, I still think he probably has a little bit to prove, you know, doing it you know, game in, game out against the Champions League defences, Europa League defences, and at a national level. But in Scotland, he's unstoppable. I mean, the goals he's scoring, right foot, left foot, head. And now Celtic on the counter-attack. This is Mikael Lustig with the cross. Missed by Commons and turned in by Griffiths. It's a hammer blow to United. Just missed an excellent opportunity at the other end and then punished on the counter attack. Excellent finishing again by Griffiths. As I said, you know, he's just in the form of his life in Celtic. I've got him tied down now and he, you know, he's priceless to him. From a Scotland point of view, there's another set of qualifiers starting in the autumn. Gordon Strachan, he's tried Fletcher, he's tried Martin, he's tried Rhodes, he's tried Naismith. Is it time now, if he, if he maintains this form, for Lee Griffiths to get a proper crack at being Scotland's number nine? I think so. I, I do think Gordon Strachan will probably still prefer, if he's playing one up front, to go with Stephen Fletcher just for height. I think Lee Griffiths is adding things to his game. I think his hold-up plays much, much better. His movement's better. He's better than there now. And, and you ask any defender, what would you what would you prefer to play against? A big target man that doesn't really move about too much or a wee guy that's running in behind you. You know, they would pick a target man all the time. So I think he must be pushing for a start in Scotland colours. But it's a good you know, it's a good dilemma for Gordon Strachan to have because there are a few strikers informed and Lee Griffiths is, is top of the now. It's been a busy weekend for Celtic. Eric Sviatchenko coming in from Mitterland to play at the back. And now Mohamed El Yunusi, strongly linked to your story this morning, David from Malda. He's spoken in Norway today, I believe. Yeah, he's confirmed Celtic's interest in him with the story this morning. So 
Yeah, I mean, I mean Ronnie Dyla, I, mean, I was looking this morning, he's, he's now signed 19 players in 18 months at Celtic, 13 permanent, 6 on loan, and there's going to be more to come in this window, I would imagine, you know, maybe one, two, three. So he's clearly looking to put his own stamp on the team. You know, I think come the end of the window, he, he must say it will be Ronnie Dyla's team. Everything's pointing towards him getting another crack at the Champions League if Celtic go over the line and, and finish as champions. And Celtic are doing business. I think Sviachenko's a very good signing, you know, good pedigree, 24 years old, good experience, he was a captain of... Mitterland for a while, I think it's a good sign and, and you know Celtic are very busy just now. A quick word for Dundee United, the way results went for them on, on Saturday, they're now 14 points adrift at the foot of the Premiership, there's surely no way back. No, I think it's gone, I think it's gone, I mean you just look at the stats, 22 games, 2 wins, are they going to go and win in the last what's that, last 16 games, they're going to win 7 or 8, which they probably would need to do, I just can't see it. Their only hope maybe is that Hamilton somehow gets sucked in. I think Kilmarnock will get wins, I think Partick will as well. I think Hamilton's probably the one that's a, a, a bit dodgy, but I still think it's too big a gap to, to make up, so I don't even think the playoffs realistic for the United now. Like Sunsport on Facebook for all the Scottish football latest. In terms of Saturday's games, the outstanding result at Tynecastle, Hearts 6, Motherwell nil. not the way Mark McGee would have wanted to, to mark his 900th game as a manager, but an outstanding display by Robbie Nielsen's side. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, I've been really impressed with John Mark McGee's done at Motherwell because I think he's come in, got them fitter, got them more organised, and, and the results speak for themselves. And, you know, he got married in a month, rightly so. I think he'd, he'd all his key players playing well, but Saturday I just did not see it coming. You know, Hearts have been in good form, Hearts are obviously took a lot of confidence from beating Aberdeen in the Scottish Cup but I just didn't see a 6-0 coming I think it was 3 each, eh, sorry 3-0 up until about 77 minutes so it was almost a collapse towards the end which will probably annoy Mark McGee more than anything because the first three goals was, you know, there's a header in the post there's a penalty Osmond so puts one in for 30 yards he can, maybe def- he can maybe accept that but I think the collapse at the end will haunt him a wee bit and 6-0 was never you know for a guy as proud as Mark McGee it's not a good scoreline but full credit to Hearts King with a corner kick it's hit flicked on there by Rossi it's crossed the line it's a goal for Hearts. King's corner kick flicked on there by Rossi in a very good spot by the far side linesman. Motherwell, they were without suspended captain Keith Lansley. They've obviously lost Liam Grimshaw but back south of the border. Does the display just highlight that once you get beneath that initial 11, there's maybe not a great deal of strength and depth there at third part? Maybe? Yeah, I, th- I think that was the strength in the last few weeks. Motherwell, he seemed to have a settled side. You know, There was maybe one or two, but he had Grimshaw, Lansley, Pearson, Scott McDonald, Lewis Moult playing really well up front as well and there was a kind of a strength in there to lose two of them out the midfield especially obviously hit Motherwell hard the guys that come in I just don't think kind of stood up to hearts you know people talk about how physical they are but some good players as well you know I think Arnold Jim is a, a terrific player they just didn't really seem to stand up to it so I think Motherwell having well Lazo will be back from suspension but having lost Grimshaw I think he'll be looking to get another midfielder in and hearts they're back in very good form just at the right time there's important league games coming up and of course the Scottish Cup game with Hams We've been playing it forward. This is for Jum. The angle ball reaches one. He has plenty of time to turn and finish. And Hearts really are rubbing it in now. I think he's done. I mean, I think Robin Nielsen and McCraig Levine behind him. I think they've done a brilliant job. You know, to come up like they did last year, so emphatically and so convincingly, to change things about, to add some players. You know, it's never going to be easy to, to go and adapt, especially for some of the younger players to come up to the Premiership. But. You know, they're comfortably third just now. I think they'll finish there, if not second. You know, and I think Hearts are just going up the way. You know, I think they'll, again they'll improve during the summer, I would imagine. They may even add a couple this month. And, you know, I, th- I think it's, there's good times at Hearts just now. Six goals also for Hill on Saturday. I was there to see Dundee's 4-2-1, 3-0 up after 15 minutes. And a fantastic display by the front three, Kane Hemmings, Greg Stewart, and particularly new captain Gary Harkins. 
Yeah, I mean, Dundee must infuriate Paul Hartley at times, you know, when they're good, they're, they're unbelievable and they can go and just blitz teams when they're bad, you know, they seem to get the same done to them, but watching the game, you know, Gary Harkins takes on the extra responsibility with Kevin Thompson going and he seemed to relish it, I know Darren Lee's having a laugh about him, saying that he doesn't turn up in training, it's his brother that gets sent to training and Gary Harkins just turns up for the games, but I think Gary Harkins is one of the most naturally gifted players in the Premiership, you know, his fitness, maybe at times you look at him and you think, is he top fitness, maybe not, but on his day, he's a terrific player, and when you've got Hemmings and Stewart either side of him, it's quite potent when it all works. And indeed, I mean, they just blitzed Patrick Thistle. Now, Greg Stewart with a free kick. Journey beats it down. There's Harkins. All too easy for Dundee. Journey impeded there, perhaps by Darren O'Dea. Was it an inspired move by Paul Hartley to give Harkins the captain's armband? Kevin Thompson's left the club to go back to Hibs. James McPeak out long term with that horrific knee injury. Was Paul Hartley thinking, if I give this armband to Harkins, we might just get a wee bit more responsibility taken? Yeah, I think so, because he's one of these guys that seems very popular within the dressing room, very popular within the game, and he's, he's a bit of character, you know, and, and as I said, you know, he's a bit of a maverick player as well, you know, he's got, he's got great skills, maybe work rate isn't his strong point, but on his day, but, you know, Fir Hill going back against his old team as well, Patrick Thistle, I think he did relish it and I think he probably thought, right, I need to take on a bit more extra responsibility and he certainly did that. Darno D, you touched upon quite a comfortable debut for him at the back with McPake out, with Exa Maguren out. He's been around the place, he's been to Ukraine, he's been to India. How will he settle in back in the SPFL? I think he'll be absolutely fine. I think he's, he's, he's looking forward to getting back in playing to until the end of the season at least. I think because he's journeyman status and because he's gone to all these clubs, you know, he's been in Toronto, Ukraine and, and different places and, and as, as you mentioned, people sort of forget how experienced he is. You know, he's got 20 caps from the other, uh, sorry, Republic Ireland, you know, he's played at a, a European Championship, so he's got a good pedigree. I think Paul Hartley, when he needed a bit of experience, losing McPake, obviously Thompson, I think Dan is ideal for him. Thistle has been going so well, Alan Archibald, manager of the month, various players get, getting plaudits as well. That defeat leaves them just out the relegation playoff place on goal difference alone. Are they in trouble? I don't think they're in trouble with relegation, but I think this playoff place, and it just shows you how good it is for the league. You know, you look at the table just now, and you've got Inverness, have got a little bit of cushion, but then you've got Motherwell, Partick, Hamilton, Kilmarnock, are all you know, within a point. There's 3 and 24, 1 and 25. I think as the season progresses, as the weeks go on, this is going to be one of the big stories. Who's going to be in that playoff, especially when you look at it's going to be either Rangers, Hibs or Falkirk probably going to be facing them. So I think that becomes a, a huge thing. I think Patrick Thistle did well before Christmas, getting a few points on the board. I think that's really taken them away from any automatic problems of going down. But I still think this will go to the wire. I think the playoff place will go right down maybe the final week. Kilmarnock, they reeled in. Hamilton and Partick at the weekend. They're now just a point behind Motherwell as well. A 2-1 home win against Inverness, Cali Thistle. There were times at Rugby Park on Saturday you didn't think the game was going to finish because of all the snow that was coming down. Gary Locke will be thrilled it did finish. Yeah, I'm sure he was probably threatening the referee to make sure he did finish it as well. Kilmarnock trying to get off that fast start. Here's Jamie Hamill, well forward. Pulling that back, setting up Kilty! combination of Frizzell and Kilty pays off for Kilmarnock. I think he needs to take a lot of credit, Gary, a lot, because there was a, a spell probably about a month ago where you thought he was on the verge. You know, things weren't going for him at all. There was a lot of kind of murmurs about, you know, the board weren't happy and, you know, they were really, really worried about relegation. But he steadied the ship. He's got a couple of really good wins. Inverness was a big one. Inverness are a good team. You know, they're on their day. I think Inverness are still in the hunt for a top six place. And they've had a couple of good victories in the last few weeks as well. So for Kilmarnock to get that home win, where home form hasn't always been great as well this season, I think that was huge for them. It just keeps him. You know, just in that pack, you don't you don't want to get detached from that pack in the playoff spot. And it showed the depth he's got to the squad. He had to cope without a trio of suspended players: no McGuinness, no Smith, no McCarty. Rory McKenzie was missing as well, and yet 
the squad, you know, he just rotated like of Stuart Finlay in at left back. Dale Carrick came in and played up top. They go to Tannadice now on Saturday and they'll look to effectively finish off Dundee United. I think it's a huge game now. I think that's what Gary Locke will be saying to his players this, this week. You know, beat Dundee United and it's, it's over. You know, Dundee United aren't going to come back from, from what we're talking, 17 points. So I, I think it's huge. I think there's a good spirit to come out. You know, I do. You get the feeling from speaking to players when you, you know, you're down there for press conferences and games. I think there is quite a good kind of unity. I think Gary Locke has got them all together, Lee McCulloch in the background as well. I think they've just suffered from inconsistency and the fact that some of them, you know, maybe we talk about strength and depth, maybe it's not always been there. I think just now they're getting, they're managing to get wins on the board and, you know, as you're saying, they could go and pretty much condemned in the United the weekend. A degree of inconsistency has sort of bedeviled Cali Thistle this season. You, you just thought they were beginning to, to push on seven points out of nine over the festive period and since then they've struggled against Sterling Albion in the Cup. Mm-hmm at fourth bank and now a disappointing defeat against Kilmarnock they, will they be looking over their shoulders? I think they will be but I, I do think they're good enough I think they've got enough quality and enough experience to finish in the top six still but I think John Hughes it didn't really surprise me he went after Anthony Stokes because I think he's looking for something just I don't know is it the X Factor you know he's lost Ryan Christie he lost Billy Mackay last year he lost a ferry during the summer I think he could do with someone just to help out story up front I know he signed Alec Fisher last week but I think he could just look with just look at something just to liven the place up a bit. And I think he felt Stokes would do that, and I'm sure he would. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So can John Hughes go and get somebody else in? Just, to, just you know, I think Ryan Christie's a huge loss him as well. It's kind of almost been forgotten that he's going to Celtic now. You know, he's such an important player for them. So I would wonder if John Hughes will maybe just try and get one more in before the end of the window. Another manager who will potentially be looking to get somebody in is Tommy Wright at St Johnson. He had to leave Michael O'Halloran out the squad at the weekend. He said he wasn't mentally right for the game with the interest from Rangers. Once again, they failed to score a rather drab, dismal nil-nil at home to Hamilton. Will he be looking to, to add somebody in, in an attacking area? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, there's been a bit of a kind of lull probably in St Johnson's season. I think, that's, I think they started so well. They've got the semi-final coming up. You know, they're out of the Scottish Cup now. I think, I think sometimes it happens. You know, you just hit a kind of a bit of a lull, a bit of a, a drop in standard. I think that's what St Johnson's been through just now. The Haaland situation, I'm assuming, is just one that Tommy Wright wants out of the way as soon as possible. You know. He's been probably our best player this season, so for him to feel that he wasn't right and for him to have to drop him or leave him out on Saturday doesn't help the team at all. It doesn't help the mood around the camp. You imagine before the game, everybody's talking about the fact, nobody's talking about what the team is, it's about the guy that isn't in the team. I think it's a distraction just now. I think St Johnson would be as well just to try and do some business. Obviously, 
hold out for the money they want, but just try and get some business, get it out of the way, and maybe strengthen. Because he, he will, there's big shoes to fill there, Michael Hallam, and I think Tommy Knight, as you're saying, will look to bring one or two. You talk about little slump in form, it's come at a bad time ahead of this League Cup semi-final against Hibs at the end of the month, and they've got a tricky one at the weekend, they go to Celtic Park. Yeah, I mean, it's the one they probably didn't want. Although, I, I, I do think over the, over the piece in the last few years, they've actually given Celtic some good games. But Celtic seem to have a bit between their teeth now. Yeah, you wonder are some of the players actually thinking now about about the semi final? You know, it would be for St Johnson to get to the League Cup final so soon after winning the, the Scottish Cup would be a huge achievement. Have they, have they got one eye on that? I don't know. But Tommy Knight needs to find a way just to kind of kick start the season because you know it hasn't been. Put it this way, they haven't lived up to the standards previous weeks over the last couple of weeks. Will Martin Canning be content with the point and particularly with a clean sheet after Aki's lost those four goals in the embarrassing Scottish Cup exit at Annan the week before? They, they needed something just to get that out of their system. Well, if you'd have given that offer on Friday, we'd have bit your hand off. You know, he's. Um, I think he was very honest. I like Martin Canning. He, he doesn't really seem to shirk things at all. He's, he's, he's honest straight up about it. And, you know, he spoke about how humiliating it was to lose by that scoreline at Annan and to get out the Scottish Cup and people are starting asking questions about him is he the right man should he be playing should he not be playing so to go to a difficult venue against a team up the top of the uh, top end of the league and come away with a 0-0 draw and a valuable point that just keeps him in that pack I think I think was crucial for him and it steadied the ship a bit you know I think he can now say to the players right let's just forget about Annan and just move on the Premiership weekend, of course, ended in Dingwall Sunday afternoon. A fantastic game. Aberdeen coming out 3-2 winners, having gone down to 10 men early with Mark Reynolds' red card, having then fallen a goal behind to the first of Ian McShane's two goals. What does it say about this Aberdeen title challenge that with 10 men, David, they, they could come from behind and get the win? It's so impressive. I, th- I think for Aberdeen, you know, there's been a lot of, kind of accusations about do they have the, kind of, the mental strength, have they got the bottle? to go toe-to-toe with Celtic, you know, in recent weeks they, they had chances to kind of go in front or put a bit more pressure on the, and the, the drop points of Pataudry, but I think Derek McInnes will, will probably in his reign look back at this win on Sunday as being one of the best, you know, to be 10 men for so long, and he seemed to just have a go, you know, it was one of those moments where I think he, he probably felt, you know what, we're behind, we're 10 men, we've got 10 men, let's just have a go, and I think he was rewarded with some terrific performances, Adam Rooney, Shane Logan, Johnny Hayes especially, and uh, it's huge and it keeps him within touching distance you know 22 games played Aberdeen are only three points behind Celtic they've still got to play them twice I still think Celtic will win the league but Aberdeen you know they're not going away and their consistency has been excellent In terms of having a goal no one really had a goal more than Shea Logan two goals from right back at a time when you would think well, the back four might just sit back and, and try and you know hold it after Reynolds has gone off Aberdeen on the attack once again here's Graham Shinney that's a good delivery there's Rooney and now Logan and Aberdeen have scored again, and this time there's no doubt about the scorer. It was Shay Logan, the full-back inside the penalty box, and how can he celebrate? How important has he been for Aberdeen, and with a contract expiring in the summer, where does the future lie for Shay Logan? Shay Logan seems to me that ever since he signed for Aberdeen, he's been linked away, because I think his family situation is he, his kids are down south, and I think you know it's been almost kind of a worst-kept secret he spends a lot of time down there and he'd probably rather be playing down there but fair play to him in terms of his professionalism because he's a good player Shea Logan Aberdeen signed the boy McLaughlin from Liverpool and he thought is that maybe a replacement is going to put pressure but Shea Logan came to Jersey he can't question his commitment I don't know if Aberdeen will keep a hold of him he's not signed a contract would he prefer England could he get a decent you know decent league one team maybe maybe lower end championship I would think he probably could but I think I think he's been one of Derek McKinney's best signings 
and um, as you'll say that you know his attitude was typified by scoring two goals at the weekend. Interesting selection in the middle of the park but Derek McKinney so obviously doesn't have Ryan Jack or Willow Flood available just now but he did have mm. Peter Pollitt, Barry Robson, Cammy Smith available and rather than choosing any of them he threw young Craig Story in for a first start next to Kenny McLean and the young lad did well. He did do well and I, I think it was actually quite, when I, when I saw the lineup, it was actually quite it was quite refreshing to see that because there are times when managers just, as you're saying, revert to type. They'll just go for experience and think, oh, it's Dingwall, it's a hard place. But to, to show some faith in the young lad, and he was rewarded. And, you know, I think that is that is one of the things that Aberdeen I'd like probably to see more of, young players coming through. There's maybe not been too many over the last couple of years. Dan Rodgers is doing well at Falkirk on loan just now, but Peter Paul is a lot older than maybe people think. So I think for somebody like Story to be coming through, you know, I, th- I think it's good for Aberdeen. It'll be good for the youth academy as well to see. Listen, there is a chance. You know, if you do well, the manager will show faith in you. Keep bang up to date with Scottish football by following Sun Sport on Twitter. In terms of the championship, it was, it was a big weekend for Rangers. They, they beat Livingston at Ibrox. You were there on Saturday afternoon. It was in a, a share of the spoils at the Falkirk Stadium on Sunday. At the end of the season, will we be looking back on this weekend as, as the weekend that Rangers just edged away from the rest? Yeah, I mean, there's still some big games to come, you know, and I think the games that will be key will be the, the sort of the trio of Rangers, Falkirk, Cubs when they're all playing against each other. I think there is some work to do, but on the, on the basis of Saturday, I think Rangers are going to take some stopping. I mean, Livingston are struggling, obviously they're second bottom just now, but this is one-sided the first half of football I think I've ever seen. And West Waddingham, I think he had two kicks, and that was it. You know, it was just relentless. They were, I mean, they got an early goal. I mean, to be honest with you, Livingston should have had their two centre-halves sent off before half-time as well. They just could not handle Lee Wallace, Barry Mackay, Martin Blackcomb, James Tavern. They, they just could not handle it at all. The difference in, in, in class was quite stark. Fair play to David Hopkins. I mean, he did what Derek McInnes did. He came out and just put on a couple of strikers. And they actually did better in the second half of the Rangers drop. But on that evidence, I think Rangers are going to be hard to stop now. This is Holt. Now Wallace. He's back with Kenny Miller. Oh, that's slotted home brilliantly by Miller. His 11th goal of the season and splendidly taken. And it's 19 goals in, in four games. Do you, do you sense that the fact Matt Warburton's out there do, doing some shopping, he's brought in Harry Forrester, he's just signed the two lads from Accrington for next season. The Rangers are close now to Michael O'Halloran and close to, to Manny Diaguraga. Mm-hmm. Do the players at the club, do they feel that pressure and maybe up their game subconsciously? Yeah, I think so. I mean, definitely, 100%. Because I think they're looking at it and, and knowing that they're playing for their places, probably playing for their futures. And I think beyond that, Mark Warburton, if Rangers do get up, it's going to strengthen even further. You know, he must know that Rangers, if they want to go and compete with Celtic and Aberdeen and possibly even Hearts, are going to have to raise the standard again. So I think all these guys, you know, from here, Jason Holtz to Andy Hallidays, Wycon, Barry Mackay, and Kenny Miller to an extent, you know, I think they're all, they all know that their position is under threat going into next season. To me, they had a little bit of a, a slump. They did Rangers, I know Mark Robert wasn't too happy people saying it was a crisis, but they dropped a lot of points. You know, they dropped, they lost a couple of games, they drew a couple of games, but they seem to put that to bed. I think beating Hibs eventually with 10 men was a huge confidence booster for them as well, and they just seem to be going through strength to strength. Nathan O'Dover has, has left Ibrox in the last day or two, headed back to Tottenham at the end of his, his loan deal. Was that natural after Harry Forrester's arrival? I think so. I was never. I must admit, I was never overly convinced that he was a, what Rangers needed, full of flicks and tricks. But the Rangers in the Championship in Scotland need that type of player. I'm not so sure. You know, I think he was probably come brought in to put some pressure on Barry Mackay, for example. Bar- Barry Mackay's been much better than Nathan Adu ever was. Um, so I'm not really surprised that he's come back. I mean, Gideon Zellerim is another one who came with a big fanfare. He's also a talented footballer, but he's 18, 19. 
it's, it's hard for him to go into a physical environment like that. And he's you know he's coming on the, off off the bench now. You know I think if Matt Warburton looks his strongest side for the biggest games, I don't think Zellerlin would be in them. And Adu wasn't going to be in them, so it's quite natural he's going back. I think the Sunday game at the Falkirk Stadium finished one-one. Falkirk taking the lead, a fine goal by Blair Olsen. Falkirk starting the second half with a little more purpose. Box finding Muirhead. This is Bear, that's a good pass. Here's Alston. Fontaine sold himself. And Alston opens the scoring. Beautifully taken by Blair Alston. Ball played in there from the right hand side by Muirhead. An excellent pass from Baird. Fontaine dived in and made that easy for Alston. But the youngster was cool and composed, getting his sixth goal of the season. Jason Cummings, a late equaliser. Is that the result Mark Warburton wanted, or would he have preferred the Falkirk win? Probably preferred the Falkirk win, I think, because Falkirk played a game more, and I think he probably just wanted Hibs, you know, a bit more out of the picture. It's maybe not a bad result for Hibs. I mean, Falkirk, Falkirk for me, I mean, Peter Houston was asked about this, you know, do you think you've got the credit they deserve? And he said, no, I think we do. I think, you know, people have been, have praised us a lot. But I think it's almost forgotten how good a team they are and how much experience they've got and how much backing they've given Peter Houston as well. You know, Kenny Miller I was just talking about the fact Conor McGrath was a million pound player they've brought back in over the January transfer window. So they're doing business as well. They're saying our keeper, they've kept Danny Rogers. They might even get another one in. So I think Falkirk are, are real contenders for this playoff spot. I, I genuinely, I mean, they've obviously been in the playoffs, but real contenders to go to the final of the playoff. You know, I think regardless of who they play, Rangers won't fancy going to the Westfield Stadium. Hibs certainly didn't fancy it. For Alan Stubbs, I think you may look back and say, you know what, it's not a bad point. Alan Stubbs today still trying to do deals for Anthony Stokes and Kevin Thompson. What, what would they add to Hibs' promotion push them? I think Stokes would add a lot. I think Kevin Thompson, if he stays fit, would give them a bit more experience and balance in the middle of the park. But fitness is, is, is Kevin Thompson's big problem because he does pick up injuries. But I think Stokes is, uh, I think it's probably a sign in the window. If you ask me, I think he'll score. I think he'll score a lot of goals in that league. Will he score more in that league than Michael O'Halloran? Yes. I think so. I think Anthony Stokes is a very good footballer. I think Anthony Stokes, if it wasn't for his off-field problems, whatever you want to call them, and he's, he's, he's run into the disciplinary side at Celtic, I still think Anthony Stokes is probably the best partner for Lee Griffiths at Celtic, to be perfectly honest with you. I think he's, he's unfortunate not to be in the Celtic team, let alone the Celtic squad. I think his record of goals to starts is phenomenal at Celtic. I think it's something like 77 and 145 or something like that, or 160. I think at that level, against some part-time teams and against some kind of Weaker sides, I think he will. I think he will run them up, and I, I think pairing Anthony Stokes up with Jason Cummings is a real masterstroke for Stokes. Henderson to McGeeach. This is Darren McGregor. McGregor shot, saved by Rogers. There's Cummings, and Hibs have equalised. The poacher supreme, Jason Cummings, does it again. Good save initially from Rogers. The tap in for Cummings for his 18th goal of the season. And a home game, a tough home game potentially against a St Mirren side just beginning to find their feet again under Alec Ray. So it's not going to be easy for Hibs this weekend, but they do have a chance to temporarily close the gap with the Rangers not playing till Monday night. Yeah, I think all they can do, and I think it's getting to that stage of the season where there will be a, an element of putting pressure. So if one team wins, or, or Falkirk as well, including that, can Rangers then respond and vice versa? I, it won't be easy because Alec Ray is getting somewhere with Superman. He's made them better organised probably or harder to beat now but I would fancy him still in that game and I think I just think Stokes signing and Thomas at an extent will just give the whole squad a lift you know they're signing a guy again a Republic Island a nationalist a guy who's played at, at Arsenal he's played at a good level with Sunderland he's played in the Champions League for Celtic you know you're getting a ready made striker there who's obviously hungry to prove himself you know he's got a point to prove to Celtic he's got a point to prove to himself probably as well so I think Stokes will do well David thanks very much <laughs>
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 